This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, welcome back. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast. Eddie Scazzeri joins me today with Jerry Recco still out. He will return tomorrow. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. We have our big um, uh, WFAN morning show get-together, Christmas holiday extravaganza, Thursday in the yes, city. Yes, correct. So we'll uh, we'll go to lunch, I believe. Mm-hmm. We'll nap. Yes. We'll go to dinner. Yes. And then we'll all retire to our hotel rooms. Hopefully by 8 o'clock. Oh, that'd be so awesome. We're going to go get some steaks. Mm-hmm. We're going to, I don't know what else we have planned, uh, go get a drink somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I've got, uh, so Marion, Mary, how do you say your wife's name, Eddie? I always say Mary, Mariam. It's Marion. Marion. Damn it. Close. Marion. She'll be watching your dogs. We've only been working together since 2007. 2007, which <laughs> is a number of years ago yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll be watching your dogs. Of course, yes. Uh, I, I'm going to bring, have to bring my dog uh, to Gina's house. Mm-hmm. But like when I ask her to watch the dog, cause I'm staying in the city because of our hours, that really means two days of watching. Yes. Two nights of watching the right. dog. Cause I have to drop the dog off Wednesday night. Right. Or three o'clock in the morning on Thursday morning. No, not happening. Can't do that. So she's got her Thursday night. Oh, I'm sorry. Wednesday night. All day, Thursday, Thursday night. And I think it's going to be raining. Uh, I think Thursday, it may not be raining on Wednesday. Okay. I think Thursday is supposed to rain. Yeah. Uh, Gina's going to be in for a bit of a rude awakening. To, yes. You know, the dog wakes up. You know, dogs are very, uh, they, they get a schedule. Sure. And um, because I have a terrible schedule, my dog has a terrible schedule. Mm-hmm. And hopefully her loose stool uh, is over. Yeah, that we figured out. Good. Got some prescription dog food that Excellent. I think is just like packed with fiber. Good. Oh, they come out of very hard uh, uh, stools now. Nice. Which is very nice. 
very easy to pick up. I never knew how easy it is to pick up dog poop. Yeah, when you have to, you know, pick up the soft serve uh, ice uh, cream. Oh, it's a mess. It's disgusting. Yeah, it is. Um, Now, your dogs don't get up in the middle of the night because you get up in the middle of the night? Uh, They, if they're... Raymond, the youngest, yeah. he may he sometimes gets out, but it's not like he's looking to go out or anything. He just wants to see what's going on yeah. with you. So yeah, they you know, but then he goes back to bed. It's you know, they're pretty low key. I wonder when all these people, like in my neighbor, in my town, not a lot of people have yards, so mm-hmm. most people are walking their dogs. Yes. I wonder, like, when are when if you have a normal schedule, like mm-hmm. a normal daytime job schedule. Like, I don't know when any of these people are. I never see people, like, when are they walking their dogs? Maybe they have a dog walker. I do know the dog walker in town, and I do see her with some dogs. But I just wonder, like, if somebody, let's say somebody gets up at 6 a.m. for work. Mm -hmm. What's the, when are they taking their dog out at night? Uh, When they get home. Uh, No, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, before they retire for bed. Like, Mm -hmm. you take your dog out one last time. Yes. What if somebody is getting up for if somebody's waking up at six a.m. for their job? Mm-hmm. What time is that last dog walk? Oh, it could be, or, and it might not even be a walk. Although yeah. in your town it would have to be with no yards. Yeah, uh, I I would say probably ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Because that's what Marion does when uh, you know before she comes up uh, to bed. She'll, she lets the dogs out. Yeah, but you have a yard. Yes. They run out, they do their business, the and business run back, come in. back in. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I feel like I never see people walking dogs. I mean, I see them during the day. When I go out at night at uh, seven o'clock at night, I don't see people. Three o'clock in the morning, I don't see people. Well, that's obvious. Yes, but I think most people are. I I don't see many evening dog walkers. It's usually yeah, especially this time of the year. It gets dark early. You'll see them like sometime between four and six. So maybe they're just running out, letting the dogs, even if they don't have a yard, running out to the nearest patch of grass yeah. and then bring the dog yeah, back in. I yeah. got to get into that. But I feel bad the dog's at home all day. Yes, you, know I mean? you like, do. You do feel guilty. I feel guilty. Yeah. yeah I, I, I understand. Such vigor when she finds random chicken wing yeah, bones. And they get so happy when you ask them if they want to go for a walk. Yes. It's like they a love big, it. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a very big deal to them. Mm. Go out and smell some stuff. Yeah. All that things. Yeah. I was thinking uh, this hit me while I was uh, going into the bathroom before. Okay. Just to pee. I don't know why. Sometimes we have our random thoughts in there. I thought, what is something that you wish you knew earlier in life? Like something that you discovered later in life that you wish, ah, oh, if I'd have been ahead of this, I'd well, have been so are you much ta- There's so many. So many things. Well, I mean, if you're talking just pure finance yeah you know if i knew that amazon and google were going to be what they became you know buy that stock yeah early, i don't mean something like that i mean not not something like that no i mean something like um maybe uh oh, i wish someone would have educated me about the 401k i should have been putting in from the the day i was hired mm. something like that well i was you were okay yeah. so you did do that yeah who told you that my dad okay so that's good yeah. Um, Your dad's but, like, listen, put it away. So many people don't. Oh, I know. Early on. Uh, how about this? Like, I wish I would have learned early and sort of somehow practice early 
on how to fix things. Yes, handyman um, stuff. Yes, and there's many things you can look on YouTube, and they're very. There's a lot of great videos out there on how to do stuff, but I mean more complicated things. Yeah, like you know, I'm having uh, work done on the house uh, by uh, Drywall Mike. Drywall Mike, as you call him, Savannah Carpentry. In case anybody's interested, uh, but like he could just you know randomly just punch holes in the wall, not even worrying, not even thinking, and just totally patch it up. It looks beautiful, the whole thing. Like I, ha- even if I watched the video or he told me, I I just would not feel confident yeah. doing that. Was your dad a handyman? No, he no. was not. No, just like the most basic of things, yeah. like I can do. But no, not a handyman. Uh, yeah, I feel like my dad definitely was a handyman, and I still didn't. Like, he tried to show me, like, mm-hmm. listen, every time he went to do something, he would try to show me, but I just... Because it's thousands of dollars. You could, tens of thousands over the over a lifetime. Yes. That you could save by knowing how to do stuff yourself. And that goes for cars, too. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, maybe not as much nowadays with the cars. They always go, oh, it's in the, the computers. Yeah, and yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. But in like the 70s and 80s, if you knew how to fix things in your oh, car. Yeah. I asked my dad one time or a couple of times over the years, like, well, how'd you figure out? Hey, he would like do the plumbing in the, he goes, trial and error. I didn't have, we didn't have money to call the plumber out unless it was an absolute disaster. So right. try it. And then if you can't do it, then call somebody out, you know? So I, I guess it's a lot of uh, mistakes along the way. Yeah. I have no confidence when it comes to that. Yeah, me neither. Mm. None of us really here on the show. I think Jerry probably, out of all of us, the most, yeah, the most. But even still, not like he's he he'll gladly call someone to do it. Geo says he has no interest and will call people. Right. I have an interest, but I'm not. I don't know confidence like you said. And I I would have interest and ability to do outside gardening stuff. Yeah. Because even if you're sort of laying a path, if you're a little off, it doesn't matter. But when you're trying to make a wall, it has to be perfect. Yeah. Precise. Yeah, it does. You have to know angles and this and that and shims and what? Well, like no. Jerry put in a new floor in his basement. Yeah. I would never. I, no, I wouldn't try that. To know how to cut those things to get yeah. the right angle. Yeah. yeah. Just like I see people tiling sometimes like on those shows. And mm-hmm. it looks simple enough. Sure. But I know it's not that simple. No. Especially when they do that grout part. Yes. And they just do it over the whole thing and then wipe it all like, yeah. And I was watching the the guy doing redoing our our kitchen. He did all of that: the floors, the walls, the the tile, grout. No, no thanks. Is he done with everything now? No, I mean yes and no. I mean the 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 way we did it, we moved where our kitchen was to where our dining room was, and then you know basically flopping the rooms. Um, so we were actually never without a kitchen throughout the whole thing. So that was nice and unique, I think. So it's, uh, even though it's been taking a while and it'll be probably at least another month before all the little, little finishing touches are, are done because, but that's, you know, in terms of, uh, like we were exposed to uh, COVID. So we didn't have him come over that week. And um, and then there's just been delays with the stuff coming in, which is not his fault, so, right? You know, but it, it'll you know it's it's fine. That drywall's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like, you let's say you have a hole in your drywall and you need a guy to come over. They come over the first day and patch it. Then they got to come back. 
mm-hmm. and smooth it out yep. and then put another coat on yeah. and then come back. And yeah. so, oh, my gosh. Yeah, tape to the corners, yeah. the whole thing. I have no patience for drywall. No. I would never be drywall Mike. Yeah, and he could, and in just the way he does it, like as he's talking to me, he's just troweling yeah. the, the mud on. It's like, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever, when you were in high school, did you ever take a typing class? Yes. Yes, I did. Now, when you took that typing class, did somebody tell you this would be great to know, or were you, did you need a class? Like, yes. I kind of fell into it, it. It was like an elective. And it was lined up with what you, Yeah, that's how I right. ended up. I did up. not care. Right. Didn't, I had no interest, didn't really care. But did you do good, did you do well in it? I passed, yeah. but I would not say I did well, no. What we used to, we used to think it was funny with these, it was an old style keyboard. Yeah. Like with the, you know, the, whatever, the letters were on these little prongs that came yeah. up. So, well, so those are the old ones. Yeah, because we, we were very clever. We used to pry off the letters and then rearrange them to make dirty words. <laughs> yeah. Because that's mature. Yeah. But that's what we did. Yeah. Do you think it helps you at all in typing when you got older? Uh, no, no, really, no. It really, I, I was a terrible, terrible typer up until the advent of the internet, and just because you know you had to, yeah, I, I learned to type. I'm still not a good typer. Are you typing like with two fingers? No, I do. I, I can do the, the whole. Where you're whatever. supposed to keep your fingers on? Yeah, but with not the G and H in the middle. Like, like I don't, I know I don't use all my fingers, and like people who can really type, they're so fast at. Yeah. It. And so the, yeah that uh, yeah that it was really the advent of the internet and learning to you know having to type emails and word documents that I finally became you know passable. But yeah. texting still I'm I'm still terrible with yeah. texting. I'm with you on the. T- I still can't get like when I had a BlackBerry, I felt like I was better. That was the, you know the actual keys. Mm-hmm. This iPhone, the keys, I still I'm yeah. hitting the fat fat fingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people are so fast at it. And I'm too lazy to do the dictation thing. You know, I don't feel like learning how to do that. Yeah, and I do that sometimes. I get, I'm get, i like, why haven't I done this? I should just do this all the time. Then I completely forget about yeah, it. I'm just, don't yeah, do I, it. I text so infrequently. Yeah, It's not like, you know, I, I'm sure I'm way on the low percentile of, you know, texts per day. Yeah. You're not really burning through your text messages. Uh, no. You ever get into an argument over text message where you're frantically trying to type uh, an argument back? Uh, no, not really. Dane Cook used to have a a bit about that in his stand up, the difference between like men and women in texting, and because I've had arguments over text message mm-hmm. where the, you know with the fat fingers and you're trying to type, they already send the, this giant long response. Oh, right. And then when you're trying to respond to that and you're and trying another to... another one comes through. Yeah, and it's like, holy crap, I'm going to lose this Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested battle. in that. And yeah. I'll do the Y and the K and the N. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm not interested in having any in-depth discussion over text. This generally happens if you're fighting with your wife or girlfriend and she hangs up on you. Mm-hmm. You call back. And she doesn't pick up, then you'll do your uh, side of the argument through text because mm-hmm. she knows she's getting the text. And then she starts texting. Now you're fighting texting. Then you might try to call again. She doesn't pick up. 
So then you're even more frantically. I got to be honest, that's never happened. That's never happened for you. You've been married a long time. Yeah, and but it's not like we don't have disagreements or whatever. But it's not like. But yours like, aren't on a text message. And it also, it's, it's not really a fight. Really. You're not hanging up on her. No. Yeah. No. We do that every once in a while. Yeah. Well, you know, you're still young in your relationship. <laughs> Goodbye. Click. <laughs> That's the worst when you're arguing on the phone mm-hmm. and someone hangs up or says, I, I, even if they hang up by telling you they're going to hang up, like they're not rudely. It goes, and I can't do this right now. I don't want to. I'm hanging up. And then you go, then you continue the argument via the text message. I've never done that. <laughs> Ever. Oh, it sucks. I can imagine. It sucks. Because by the time you're getting to your point from the other one, they've sent another long angry retort and twitter fights are different right they're easier yeah twitter fights go back and forth but it's not like in real as much as in real time as Mm -hmm. texting because on texting you could see when someone's writing yeah with the bubbles unless they have an iphone like jerry and no iphone yeah right because otherwise if you and i are arguing on text yes and we both have iphones we get the three dots you're fighting with jerry you can't see it yeah so as soon as you see the three dots you know they're preparing Mm -hmm. a long statement or they don't really care and they're texting somebody else no because that wouldn't show it wouldn't no because it's only on your window that it's showing oh i see i don't even know that. yeah oh you got to step up your twitter argument game. yeah yeah i don't care okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So that's all you would have then, just the the what you know. Would you still go into radio? Um, Knowing what I know? Knowing what you know. Because it's been like... You've had a great time. Fun, great job. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing that I've considered or would consider if I had it to go do over again, again, taking out all financial situations and being rich and all that, uh, is maybe go into forestry, which is maybe the one industry that pays less than radio. And what do they do in forestry? Well, like become like a forest ranger, you know, and to... To like you know work uh, become a some sort of a biologist or and and have a degree in forestry and you know you'd be right near that volcano when it blows up super uh, volcano potentially not yeah, good. that is a national park down there yeah so they pay less than radio uh, forestry yeah <laughs> not high paying really yeah is that a government job uh, if you're national? working for the national park service yeah. yes or if you're working for a state park that would be a state job yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's always been, and that's been something I've considered in in retirement to become a volunteer ranger. Yeah, at a park. That's something I, I've. Do we have parks near your home that you could do that? Uh, there's state parks. Yes. Um, Would you get to wear the the hat that the forest well, guys? Yeah, wear? I don't know if like the state park people wear that or not. Um, you know, but the classic, you know, Smokey the Bear. Yeah, that ranger hat. outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that in national parks, but not at, at not at state parks. Yeah, and I think the nearest national park is a or recreation area is out in the Delaware water, uh, gap. water gap area. So you can go do the do that there. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess yeah. Hmm. 
but I'd want the outfit. Yeah, it would be cool. And I could just get the outfit and walk around the park <laughs> and not actually have any official identification. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. I think I saw, I know Eddie retired a few years ago. I think I saw him in the park. He's, he's a yeah. ranger now. He's in the ranger outfit yeah. and everything. Right. Hey, sir, you don't actually work here, do you? I don't. Uh, no. You're arrested. <laughs> right. Just show up at the same time. Like, you work Monday to Friday. Right. right. Just prowl the campsites. <laughs> From sun up to sundown. Yeah. No, I do work here now. <laughs> just start helping. Bill is a helpful ranger helped yeah. us. That also be great for a serial killer. Oh Although, my god. My yeah. favorite serial killer idea for a movie would be a serial killer that works at 23 and me. Ah, yes. And he just takes random people's DNA and leaves it at the scene wherever he's killing people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But make sure that it's somebody who like so if he commits a murder in Oregon, he put somebody's DNA that lived in that area. Who's but I don't submitted. know if, how much DNA they're getting. I don't know if they're just getting a swab and then it's run through the thing and it's gone. I don't know if you would have enough to, to scatter s- around. So you have the information in the computer that this is your DNA profile, mm-hmm. but you don't think they keep the DNA swabs. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's left. Like after they run it through and get your profile and all that, I don't know. Like, does that go in the garbage? That's what you're wondering? Yeah, but, like, uh, like it's a limited amount. Like, you know, if you put a few cheek cells somewhere, you know, it's not like it's not hair or or skin or anything like that. So, oh, saliva. So, I don't know, like, you know, if you would have enough material. What do you suppose it's like at 23andMe headquarters? Hmm. Well... Like, do you think there's a do you think there's a big warehouse filled with the uh, the, the swabs that we all that those who've done it have swabbed, or there or do you think they get the profile and they they yeah they but toss I, it like I, again after they take you know however they transfer it from the swab to whatever thing they however they oh so then you're saying it's out off of the swab because they've they've taken it or or, right they extract it and use it like i don't know i think they probably just throw it away or burn it or whatever right and then it's all digitized but uh yeah imagine there's like some sort of a lab that maybe they own maybe they outsource i don't know so if i was being the serial killer i would have to take the as soon as i'd have to be the person taking in the samples get enough of a sample to be able to plant and also be able to right. do their or, DNA. Like you'd have to somehow work with the customer relations. Thing. Yeah. And then you would say, Oh, you know, Hey, uh, Bob, whatever we, we, uh, want to do some extra stuff and then no charge to you. All we need is a few hairs and this, uh, and then, you know, and send it to this specific, yes. so you're getting it all. <laughs> That's what I would. Yeah. Do. And then you've got just a collection of, you know, hairs that you could plant anywhere. Right. And then you're golden. Or another great uh, occupation to have as a serial killer, barber. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. collect I'll that hair. forget about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This guy did it. Oh, right. his hair's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's tremendous. Right? Yes. We don't. We get a haircut at the barber and just walk out, leaving yep. our DNA all right. over the place. Exactly. How are they able to identify people through dental records? That's always odd to me. Well, because I guess they're like sort of like is it that fing- unique, yeah, fingerprints, or maybe it's similar. But you had 
a cavity on the fifth molar or whatever. I don't know if you have five molars, but whatever, on your upper second molar on yeah. the right side, you had a filling. That's an x-rays. I maybe have the same exact mouth, but I didn't have that. So there's the difference. Because they always work. say we, you know, they identify through dental work. I wonder, yeah. if, you know, my brother-in-law is a dentist. I wonder if he ever got called for uh, to bring up like a patient's dental records. Yeah, well, if it was body was so badly burned or yeah, like, uh, somehow, you know, just otherwise just mangled or destroyed. Yeah, or but... sometimes like on these murder documentaries, they watch they just find a skull. Mm-hmm. Yes, then they right. get get the teeth. Right. Hard to identify without the head. Man, if you could be a, if you were a dentist, a dentist slash barber who worked at Twenty Three and Me, you'd probably you you could do anything. You could you do want. anything, get away with it. Yep, 100%. get away with it. absolute murder. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You watching any cool shows on Netflix? Uh, no, I I started watching that show, but I've been uh, I want to be in the. Sort of right frame of mind. I have to be tired, but not too tired to watch the uh, Ancient Apocalypse. Ancient Apocalypse. I started the first episode. I do want to keep watching that. I'm moderately interested in the Wednesday show. Yeah, but I'm the Adams Family. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm totally interested, and I still haven't watched the that uh, the Rings of Power on Amazon. What's that? It's a Lord of the Rings, but it's in the second age, which means nothing to you. It's another part of the Lord of the Rings. Different writer, though? Well, it's based on, from what I understand, it's based on, because, you know, Tolkien, when he wrote the Lord of the Rings and had been working on it for decades and had, he didn't just write the story and these individual characters and their backstory. He, he created, because... I guess he's a genius or disturbed or a disturbed genius, whatever. He created about 12,000 years of history of this universe. He had like when the God created it and how it was created. And then they had the the years of the trees and then the first day. And, th- and that was like a thousand years. And then the first age was 3,000 years, second age, 3,000 years, third age, 3,000 years. And he's got the history of all the different races of men, of dwarves, of elves, of the other spiritual beings, all this stuff. He And it's like lineages, and it's like insane, the depth of what his world was. And you compare that to all the other fantasy writers, they're just giving you the tip of the iceberg. He's giving you the whole iceberg, which isn't even related to the story he was telling, except in the most foundational way you know or or tangential way or just it's just there this whole world that he created and this story which is on amazon takes place in the second age the big movies that was the end of the third age and the war of the ring this is about how the rings of power and the one ring were formed back in the second age it's insane but yeah, that's way too much detail for you. I'm yeah, sure. I wonder even like just like uh, the star, the creation of the Star Wars mm-hmm. world, right? Just who that was George Lucas, and mm-hmm. but did he write like who was or Spielberg did the movie? No, no, George Lucas did everything. Yes, 
It's like he had to create all those characters. He did, right? right. But it was, and it was going back a while, and there's depth and history. And yeah. then with all this new stuff, when Disney got involved and they're creating new stories, but it's all within the basic general time frame, maybe going back a hundred years or so. But I'm talking. This is like, like literally twelve thousand years of stuff, which I don't know if any other fantasy work and there's somebody out there maybe who could tell me if I'm wrong, but just the depth and the, the detail, yeah, the backstory the stuff detail. that he laid out is just, it's mind boggling. I'll have to tell Gina about that one. She's always looking for new series. Mm-hmm. That one's on prime. He said Amazon prime. Uh huh. Now is, she, but is she a fan of the Lord of the Rings? I don't know. I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think she is. And she's read the originals, or you don't know? I don't know. I know she was into the movies, for sure. Mm-hmm. I would recommend the books myself, always. But I was even thinking randomly just about Stan Lee, right? Mm-hmm. All the, He came up with all those individual characters. Yes, and all with creation stories, backstories. Yeah, and he had tons of hits with them. It wasn't Death's like resurrection. Yeah, it wasn't like just one no, of them hit Spider-Man no. hit. Like no. he had so many of them. Yes. And there was a long time where it was like that he wasn't getting the money for mm-hmm. it. Like I I think they eventually figured that out. Yeah, and then he was, he was like in the movies. Yeah, then he was always in the movies. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. Sure. I did that with CeeLo. With CeeLo. Uh tomorrow Jerry Recco will be back and on a Wednesday. Back. And you're inching closer to your holiday vacation, Eddie. Yes, correct. You've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Then it's see ya. See ya. Oh, so, so.